Hello everyone and welcome back to the Drew View. In today's show we are going to pick up where we left off yesterday and we're going to be talking about the real story that came out of last week that was overshadowed by the Trump indictment that you should know about. I'm Drew Bennett and you're listening to the Drew View. Alrighty, folks, thank you guys for coming back for another day of content. If you haven't listened to yesterday's episode already, go back and listen to that. It is kind of a precursor to this episode. So yesterday, we talked about the former President Trump indictment number two, and how essentially that case has a little bit more merit than the one that was brought in Manhattan, though the Democrats are sort of in a place where it's a boy who cried wolf situation where they've they've done lied and they have made up all of these indictments and impeachments and all of these hoaxes all the time for the past seven years and people have said hey you know i'm done i'm no longer gonna listen to the things that these people say because they're probably just telling us another farce. So even if it is correct, a lot of people have just written them off already. And I think that's really important to note. So again, if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode, go back and listen to that. It's pretty important. Where we ended yesterday's episode was I said that there was a story that is a lot more important than even the one that everyone's talking about with the former President Trump indictment. And it's a story that we really need to be paying attention to. And that is the fact And it is a fact that Joe Biden accepted a $5 million bribe when he was vice president to use his power as vice president in order to get a politician fired in another country. So what is the story behind that? What has come out about that? Well, an informant has come forward from the FBI and he talked about how there was a $5 million payment made to Joe Biden by a foreign national in Ukraine. So what was this payment for? What What is this all about? So essentially what was happening was there was a time when in Ukraine there was a prosecutor and this prosecutor was looking into potential corruption within this company called Burisma. Now what is Burisma? Burisma is a company, a holding company in Ukraine and Hunter Biden is on the board. Now that is its own question because Hunter Biden has no experience in any of the business side of things, any of the oil and gas side of things that he's getting involved with. He has no experience with any of this, yet he's on the board of this company, which is in and of itself another question, but that's not even what we're focused on with this. So essentially, there was a payment made by a official to say, hey, Biden, what we need you to do is we need you to get this prosecutor fired. So what did he do? He used his power as vice president to say, hey, we are going to withhold $1 billion from you until you get this prosecutor fired. Nothing's going to happen until that prosecutor is gone. And what do you know? The prosecutor is fired and no more looking into Burisma or potential corruption within the company. 
And why did Biden do that? Well, because he was paid a $5 million bribe to do so. So this begs the question, is Joe Biden bought and paid for by foreign nationals? And the crazy thing about the whole deal is that there was somebody who came forward who worked, I believe worked for the FBI, had gotten $200,000 from the FBI. So he is a legit person. It's not like he's some fringe crazy who's making all of this up. And he said, hey, this is what happened. And it was put in a 1023 form. And essentially what this form was, was like him stating uh, it was unverified reporting, but it's from like a confidential person. So he had written down like what he knew about this situation. And the FBI has known about this for a long, long, long time. And to our knowledge, we don't know for sure, but to our knowledge, there has been no investigation into any of this whatsoever. So essentially what is happening is there's a story about Biden's corruption and it's been around for years, multiple years. I, I want to say this was in like 2020. I, I believe that's when the form was dated. So they knew about this in 2020 and in 2021 and in 2022 and in 2023, and they have done absolutely nothing about it. They had to fight tooth and nail. Congress did to be able to see it. And only a few members of Congress were able to look at it. And then none of the public could see it because it contains confidential information about how corrupt our president is. And the FBI director, they are trying to get him in to testify to why, 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 why have you known about this for so long, but to our knowledge, you've not launched an investigation into any of this. And if you have, it's taken you at least three years and nothing's come of it. It's absolutely ridiculous. What is the justice system in our country? When we have a president who's bought and paid for by Ukraine, and then we see all of this money going to Ukraine, is it any surprise? Is it any surprise that we're sending boatloads of money over to Ukraine while we're in the middle of a economic disaster in our own country? No, it's not surprising when you hear that our president's bought and paid for by Ukraine. Obviously, that makes sense. And when you hear that the president's son does business dealings there and he works with a holding company with no business experience whatsoever, it just begs the question, what is going on? Look at all of the corruption. And they want to sit here and say Trump is evil. Trump's the bad guy. Trump is corrupt. Look in the mirror. Look at Biden. Biden doesn't even deny any of this, really, in any great deal. They ask him, you know, House Republicans have brought this stuff up and Nancy Mace and, you know, someone was asking him a question. They've said that, you know, this could be really damning information. And Biden goes, where's the money? Not, I didn't do that. Not, that's a bunch of crap. He says, where's the money? That is no different than saying, hey, catch me if you can. Try and get me. You're not going to get me. Like, come on. This is ridiculous. And then he goes, oh, that's a joke. That's eh, a bunch of malarkey. That's what he says. After he says, where's the money? Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. It's no different than Hillary Clinton. When she gets away with a crime, with 
deleting all of the emails. She wears a hat around that says, what about those emails? Ha ha ha, did you see this crime I got away with, you suckers? Ha ha ha. Biden, where's the money? Ha ha ha. They taunt the fact that there is no equal application of justice while they sit there and then prosecute Donald Trump because he's the real enemy of the people. He's the real bad one. Oh, but guess what? We're the ones accepting bribes. We're the ones that are acid washing our servers. We're the ones who are destroying cell phones with damning information. We're the ones that are censoring information from a laptop, calling it Russian disinformation when it was proven to be hunters. We are the ones that are doing all of this. Yet they will point the finger and say, look at those conservatives. Look at Donald Trump. He's such a criminal. We can't let a criminal in the White House. No way. You know what the funniest part about it is? Even after all of the nastiness, the craziness that's gone on, even after they've tried to paint Donald Trump as a crazed criminal who's guilty before he even has a day in court, when they release all of this information, the same day that they release all of this information that Joe Biden is even more crooked than we thought, has accepted bribes from foreign countries, even when all of that comes out, even when they, the media paints this narrative where they focus on the Trump indictment and don't give two seconds of airtime to what happened in the Biden situation with him accepting money from a foreign national, what do we get? Donald Trump leading in the RCP average by over two points. Donald Trump leading in the 2024 polls by over two points, even after they've tried to frame him for two crimes with, what was it, 36 counts in Manhattan and now 37 counts in Miami. Absolutely ridiculous. But the people so far are seeing through it. The people are seeing that our country is in a total and complete disaster. We're failing very quickly as a country. We have Joe Biden who cares more about going after Trump and weaponizing his Department of Justice to go after Trump when we see crime on the streets. We see people leaving California. Money that they've poured into businesses, they're saying, here, banks, have it. I don't care. We can't, we can't, do with the, we can't deal with the crime anymore. We can't do it. We're not having it. People who they can't even walk down the street of Chicago without getting shot every weekend, murders all over in Chicago. Oh, but they have a new mayor. It'll be better. Oh, no. Same leftist liberal crazy. No different than Lori Lightweight. It's absolutely ridiculous. But the people are seeing through it, at least according to the polls, and that is important. Now, of course, polls are completely wrong all the time. They were wrong in 2016. In 2020, they were eh. In the midterms, they were a disaster. I don't think they'll be any better in 2024. We'll see. But I really don't think, I really, really don't think that people are getting distracted. It is a situation, plain as day, of pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. They're saying, oh, look at this. This is what we are we want you to focus on. Big bad orange man. Look, look. And then we'll just, okay, 
here. Now talk about that. Okay. We'll get that out of the news. Oh, yeah, we talked about it for two minutes, and then we got right back to the Trump indictment. So this is what they do. Whenever something damning comes out about them, they find someone else to go after, someone else to make the news centered around. That's what the Democrats do. So hopefully, hopefully we see more and more people seeing through the craziness, more and more people saying, hey, I'm not going to vote for these crazies when all they do is persecute political opponents, and hopefully more people are waking up to that. I know it's going to be interesting this year. We might have some legit third-party candidates. There's, how do you say his name? Is it Cornell West, who's running as a third-party candidate? We could potentially see Robert Kennedy running as a third party. I've heard rumors about something with him and the Green Party. I doubt that because, you know, his big thing is, oh, I'm a Kennedy Democrat. I'm a Kennedy Democrat. I doubt a Kennedy Democrat would run on the Green Party ticket, but I guess we'll see. And then who knows? You'll obviously have a libertarian candidate as well. But if more and more people start to say, hey, Trump's a bad option, Biden's a bad option, what do we got? What you're going to see is Donald Trump probably winning it? Because you have about 30-40% of the country who are saying, Trump only. I will not vote for anyone other than Trump. So you have that block. Then you have the few idiots who will vote for whoever the Democratic Party puts up, no matter what their name is, whether it's Satan himself or somebody who's actually competent. So they put up, let's just say Joe Biden, he's the one who wins it because, you know, they won't host any debates because he would make himself look like a fool and it would be all over from there. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. You might have some people who are on the left, you know, the left side of the aisle and they might say, hey, you know, I can't stand Donald Trump. He's a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad guy. But Joe Biden hasn't done much right for the country either. Let's just vote for this Kennedy guy. Give him a shot. So maybe he gets a good portion of the Biden votes if he runs as a third party. Oh, Colonel West. Cornell, Colonel, whatever his name is. I don't know. Cornell, I think. Cornell West. You say, oh, he he's interesting. Let's vote for him. He's a left-leaning person who isn't named Joe Biden. Let's go. So who knows? We don't know how it's going to turn out, but What I do know is people need to wake up. People need to wake up. Whenever there is a big story out, whether it's big because it is really important or whether it's big because it sounds good or it sounds groundbreaking, it's also important to kind of keep scrolling and see, is there any other news headlines that are in the news that maybe they're trying to cover up? Because that is a legit concern and that is something that actually happens. But anyway, hopefully you found something of use out of today's episode. I really just want people to wake up. Biden is corrupt as heck. He's so corrupt, but all people will focus on is Trump. And because they've gone after Trump, uh, they have weaponized the Department of Justice to go after him. I'm not going to be surprised if a Republican gets in office and they meet fire with fire. That's what needs to happen. Go after Joe Biden the second he gets out of office. He better law- he better lawyer up because we conservatives, Republicans, 
If they get in office, they need to send people directly after him as soon as he leaves office. Say, hey, you set this precedent, not us. You wanted to persecute your political opponents. You wanted to persecute former presidents. Bring it on. So hopefully conservatives will stand up to it. And if that's the precedent they want to set for this country, that's the precedent that we're going to run with. Because what a lot of conservatives want to do is say, no, we're better than that. We're better than them. And that's how you lose a country right there. That is how you lose a country to these crazies. You give them an inch, they take a mile. You let them use impeachments as a political game. Oh, I don't like you, so I'm going to impeach you. You give them an inch, you let them do that, they're going to take a mile. They're going to go indict you twice. Try and put you in federal prison for 500 years. The rest of your life and then some. For what? For what? Mishandling documents. Putting a few boxes of documents where they weren't supposed to go. Or not turning over a couple boxes of documents. And what did he do with those documents? Put them in his bathroom at Mar-a-Lago? Wow, that sounds like a real national security threat. A box of papers sitting in somebody's bathroom. Yeah, I'm sure Putin and Xi Jinping are coming to Mar-a-Lago and using Trump's bathroom as a way to get information on American national security. Are you kidding me? Don't even start espionage. Absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, I think you guys know my thoughts on that. I can't wait to see you guys back here again tomorrow. We can finally maybe put a pause to all of this corruption talk. It really is ridiculous because that's what our country is full of. Corruption after corruption after corruption. So hopefully there's something we can talk about tomorrow other than, well, corruption. Thank you guys for sticking around until the end of the episode. I'm going to end now with my closing prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, you're a great and mighty God. I want to thank you for this day another day for me to come on and speak into this microphone. Lord, I pray for our country, our leaders. You just give them wisdom that they so desperately need and so desperately lack. Father, a wisdom that only comes from you. And Lord, I just pray that our leaders turn toward you and let you be the guiding one when they're making their decisions. Just guide them in what to do. Help them help us as a country and help us as citizens to show them grace and mercy, just as you would. We love you, and we praise you, and it's in your name. Amen. Thank you guys for sticking around until the end of another episode. I can't wait to see you guys back here again tomorrow for another episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Share the show if you found it interesting, entertaining, or useful in any way. I can't wait to see you guys back here again tomorrow. But until then, stay blessed.